This is a Capricorn FM podcast. All right, talking this morning with the broker and owner of Remax, Philip Skuman. Morning, Philip. How morning, you doing? guys. Good, Thanks good. So the topic we're having today, I don't think anyone is forcing anything because this is a girl and a guy who like each other, who are dating, and everything is well completion. Nobody's forcing anything. They make a decision together to say, you're going to buy a property, right? So, I mean, is it such a bad thing, really? Um, well, yes and no. Okay. okay. So, technically, you are married if you've been dating and living together for six months, according to matrimonial law anyway. Oh, anyway. Unfortunately. So, but <laughs> then you are married in community of property, according to matrimonial law. Now, <clears throat> there are very few people that check this, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... And what what's happening, what I find is, especially in African culture, people get married traditionally, uh-huh. okay? Um, but they never report to the uh, uh, home affairs yeah. that they actually married. Yeah. So technically, they're still just boyfriend and girlfriend, according to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. According yeah. to everyone that's going to check. Yes. Okay? So there's a technical point to this. And... So, so, but the point is that it's it's just a normal business transaction. Oh, let me give you let me give you a, a, a scenario about, about two years ago. I sold the property. Now these people were together twenty years ago, okay, and they bought a property as boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh-huh. They broke up, and although it might add some to the dynamic, in this scenario it didn't. They rented the property out for twenty years. Um, oh. And collected the incomes and split it, and as, you know, as long as you still have a uh, amicable sort of breakup, okay. where you can actually still talk to each other. Yeah. And twenty years later, they were still renting out the property. Then we sold it, you know, no no issues, no hassles. They split everything down the middle. Oh. Um, and this is the risk <coughs> that people get married without a antenuptial or prenuptial agreement. Yeah. Um, so. The the idea is your yeah, anti-nuptial agreement. So yeah. the idea is that you are getting married, and most people get married in community, mm-hmm. um, which is not a clever thing mm. to do. Mm. Although you know what it's like, you know when when you especially when you're at Labola negotiations, you know yeah. you'll be speaking to the family, and the uncles will say, Ah, why you want to get married out of community? What's <laughs> yes. wrong, bro? Don't you trust you know, her? Don't you trust her? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a cultural issue. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's much safer to protect yourself with an antinuptial agreement okay. in which you can sit and, and knock out the cross the T's, dot the I's in okay. your relationship. Mm. And I think the point to remember is that nobody that ever got married planned on, on, on getting divorced or nobody mm. that, well, you know, you don't plan on these things if you're getting, if you push to the point of getting married, unless you were forced, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, um, at the end of the day, it's just a normal business transaction. It's the same as buying with an uncle, buying with a cousin, oh. buying with a friend, buying with a... It's okay. syndicate buying. Okay. It's two people putting their incomes together collectively to qualify for a better interest rate, um, to qualify for a better loan, hmm. and um, or a higher loan because now you've got two incomes supplementing. Then you can decide on a split of how the property ownership would look like, sure. like a 30-70 or a 50-50, and then you split the expenses. Mm. And, oh, yeah. so those are things that you would advise people on normally. I mean, I like the example you gave with a couple that for 20 years had their, the property. I mean, so what are some of the steps that we can take in, as boyfriend and girlfriend to make sure that you are both protected? Well, it, again, it's like a normal business transaction. Okay. Speak to a yeah. speak to a normal, or it's not a normal. Speak to a, a qualified re, a real estate agent. 
uh, who will be able to guide you these steps. There's no real extra risk. I mean, the same risk exists um. in buying with your husband or wife. Mm-hmm. Or with your brother or sister. Or with your brother or sister. I mean, and especially if you're going to get married in community, there's no risk because okay. there's no extra risk because okay. you would have gotten married anyway. Uh, or you, you are technically married anyway, and it's going to be without a prenuptial or antinuptial agreement. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in terms of how you would split things after a breakup possible, possibly mm-hmm. would occur. Yeah. And the laws have made it very uh, tricky right now because so recently I think we did a story about how you know, boyfriend and girlfriend will get to now enjoy the same benefits mm-hmm. as people who are married. Oh, yes. yes yeah. So yes, upon yes. a split, you have to go 50-50. Anyway, mm-hmm. so boyfriend and girlfriend, married, not married, you guys are committed to buying a same property. Same thing, but you must protect yourself. It's the same thing. So, yeah, in, in it, I see it, I look at it from a business perspective. I try and take take that that emotional portion out of it mm. and I look at it like a business transaction and say listen okay cool you're going to be placing uh, well you might be the reason that this deal can work you mm-hmm. know um, sometimes you'll find though that people conduct themselves or one one portion to the party uh, conducts themselves irresponsibly financially sure mm. And uh, they might have a bad credit record. Sure. This is where it benefits you to be boyfriend and girlfriend or marry traditionally. Um, and I've had scenarios like that. And, and I don't, I'm not sure if I want to be saying this on live air. <laughs> but we've had scenarios where people got married or, or were married traditionally, but the husband was bad on credit, but mm-hmm. the wife was fine. Uh, and then the wife ended up purchasing the property on her own. Sure. Um, you know, because it was never reported at home affairs. Yeah. You know, ba- and banks don't allow that letter <laughs> that, that you sign as a, no. as both families. Yeah. No, yeah. the point is, uh, the bank wants to know they can get their money back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, with property, usually they are fine. And in most cases, you'll find people renting out their property or staying, or one person staying there, paying rent to the ex. Okay. As well, because she's a part, part oh, owner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, there are many amicable ways of sol- solving this. And in my opinion, <coughs> breakups tend to be very emotional. Mm. Adding a property to the mix brings uh, a sort of a stability in terms of breakup. I said, listen, if we don't do this well, we <laughs> are going to lose money, you know? So let's just... <laughs> Handle this amicably. We can hate each other after we sold the but property. But there's money to be lost, so let's be careful. <laughs> let's, you know, there's money to be lost here, so it brings a sort of a stability to the breakup, if you will. This is yeah, this no. is my experience. That's relationship advice by, <laughs> <laughs> by my Angelus. <laughs> Um, Philip, thank you so much. I think um, yeah. you know we've really you've really shared and you've allayed some of the fears that people might have around buying property as girlfriend and boyfriend. And I appreciate your time coming through, broker and owner of Remax, Philip Skuman. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit CapricornFM.co.za.